0: Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP on instagram facebook and youtube you can just search you have offended this podcast and you'll find us there you can interact with us there we'll answer your questions you can give us movies that you'd like to see favorite scenes favorite actors actresses anything like that we'd love to hear from you So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. He just goes to the end, does like a fucking round off, except the floor's not there. It's two and a half stories down and you see him near, boom, lands two and a half stories down and the ground does not compress. There's no fucking dug in mats or anything. He just lands, boom, gets up, runs over, helps the lady off. Yuan Bao broke his leg in that scene. How did he get up and run? Maybe it must have been the adrenaline. because I don't that... know. He was just high on adrenaline, son, because he broke his Whoa. shit. His whole shit got broke.
1: I'm not one bit surprised. Like, at all. It's crazy. No, Jesus Christ. He
0: jumped off a fucking That's roof. That's crazy.
1: That'd be like jumping off... Shit's like, Like, my Dude, house. About, yeah. Like, higher than my house. That, like... Yeah.
0: Higher than my house. <laughs> like, that's... Fuck. <laughs> higher! I'm going to say it again. Higher yeah. than my house <laughs> onto a that's dirt insane. road. That shit was insane. Insane.
1: I like how when everybody is running out of the bank and escaping, and they take all the horses... And then there's two guys left, and they just start fucking hauling ass like out of town, right? <laughs> and they are r- yeah. running, and there's like a crowd of people, but two fucking guys jump from fucking screen left. And they must have been they must have been on like some sort of scaffolding or staging that they built off camera because these guys come flying in from like the top left corner of your screen. They come in
0: high and, yeah yeah and they
1: are coming down fucking fast and hard like so they must have had some distance before they even showed up on the screen like from like a <laughs> physics
0: perspective and they take these guys <laughs> the fuck out. it's awesome. Like it's a good tackle. Dude. They were running in from screen left like, like one of those gymnasts running at a vault. You know, yeah. Or like I could picture them
1: on motorcycles and then like hitting a fucking like, highway median and then just going over the handlebars and taking these guys out. All right, you're just going to drive Superman the bike and right the fuck into that median. Then you're going to go over the handlebars and take out these bank robbers because they come in fucking hot, man. They come in really hot.
0: Yeah, it's 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 pretty good, man. Like, that's what I find about this movie. Like, they'll have a scene, like this this next one that comes up where the everybody the bank robbers get away, blah blah blah, and the whatever this guy is the mayor of the town with the glasses or whatever, and yeah, he's like being super Debbie Downer, yeah. And Yuan Bao's like, hey man, don't say like that. Don't bring them down. Like, be be be, uh, fucking make, get them going. Like, and he gets up, Yuan Bao gets up and tries to give like a real. Uh, Chest thumping kind of speech. But like, it's very dialogue heavy. Uh, it's very like plodding a little bit, I found a little bit. Yeah. But you get these scenes that just kind of chug along, chug along. But then somebody will just come flying into the scene from yeah. one of these sides. And you're like, what in this shit is happening? Like, bodies just start flying around and you can tell the real people like it's not Bruce Lee swinging dummies around it's a dude oh fuck
1: yeah that's right and again this this film you edit this film down and you've got like a 30 minute fucking balls to the wall highlight reel and a lot of people say You know, this is Sammo Hung's opus and whatnot. But, you know, when we go to the next scene where they're at the train station, it's beautiful. Like, the set's beautiful. The costumes, the lighting, there's ribbons, there's a big, full marching band. Like, you can tell a lot went into this production. Like, it really, really did. And I kind of feel bad when I say things like, you know, it just didn't quite do it for me. Because, again, like, you have these big, long platitudes or these big long um speeches and long sections of dialogue and i know it's supposed to be
0: comical but it just doesn't quite hold my attention yeah no i'm the same way dude Uh, you get to see a few of the other people here but this is beautiful yeah the costuming here is really great uh you get to see james tien here which is pretty cool Mm. you know from from uh uh uh, big boss where he's the, the boss in the big boss the bruce lee movie he's in fist of fury he was in yes madam like james Chan's the shit love that dude
1: well and then you get these two little kung fu pricks right they're they're <laughs> yes. actually really funny like there's we'll we'll talk about it when it happens but the the scene in the tunnel where they're on yes. the train oh my god and that's so goddamn funny and the fucking as soon as they go through the tunnel everything gets dark and you just hear a pow 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 and then the fucking come out of the tunnel <laughs> whack and people have got fucking black eyes because these kids are fucking <laughs> these little kids what are they 10 11 years old and they're just oh my little god little fucking cock banging piece of shit kids like you know <laughs> you know when you were a little boy right like all 10 year old little boys are dicks and Yep, it's just funny, right? Because they go through, like they go through the tunnel, the lights go out. You just, you just hear a smack. Then they come out of the tunnel, and the, the fucking dude sitting there with a black eye, black like guy. what the <laughs> fuck, what the fuck happened, right? And it was just like, oh, it was that little fucking <laughs> cock <caulk> knocker,
0: <laughs> their piece of shit kid. It's
1: anyway, it's. I enjoyed that part of it too. Like that made me laugh. Yeah,
0: listen, there is some legitimately funny, legitimately well done uh humor and scenes and acting again the the thing that my, my beef with the movie is the story yeah right it's just con it's just convoluted and a little bit off off uh off pace i did like seeing richard ing at the train station there and on the train richard ing uh was in wheels on meals the guy who um was was getting uh, kissed by his wife and he yeah. was accused of having an affair by his wife he's a he's a funny actor i like that dude so it's fun to see him, and yeah, the little kids are sparring here, and now we move into, like you said, the train scene here, where, honestly, dude, I forget where they're going. I don't know where they're going. They just put this train scene in. Are they going to the city? Like, where are they I going? Got, I got a
1: little bit lost. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I was kind of drifting in and out as, as I watched it. It just didn't quite uh, hold my attention, so... I was just kind of watching it. But when they did get on the train and they opened the door and there's the dude sitting there with the samurai sword and he uh, draws the sword and cuts the fly in half. (laughs) I'm like,
0: fuck, that was good. Wow. All right, that's cool. I did like the massive fake fly that they dropped in two halves. That was hilarious. That was
1: was like a large prop fly,
0: like from the... yeah. From the fly in the ice cube (laughs) gag that Homer played on everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, I don't know where they're going. I've honestly lost track of the story already. We're like, what what are we, 25 minutes in? Yeah. And they arrive. So the train is on the way. But then we cut to Sammo and a bunch of these ladies in the old school, like, Indiana Jones Nazi cars driving into this city. They're covered in dust. Mm. Which is, I guess, kind of the gag that they're completely covered in dust. Sammo's face is hilarious when he takes his little aviator mask off and like his lower half of his face is completely dust.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a little bit kind of like an old school gag, and I'm fine with those because I mean, you know, yep. for the listeners, they just heard us, they just heard us do uh, the Pink Panther uh, strikes again. Yes, right, and that stuff was really childish, so funny, but sight yeah. gags. Um, and i think that i think that if we were comparing these two films and how one we really loved um one was clearly a comedy that had shitty intentionally shitty comedic martial arts in it where yes i think that we're just so spoiled with guys like samo and we know what they can do that you know throughout the film it's like okay well here's like a 20 minute scene of you know, Samo in town and, you know, talking to ladies and acting silly and wearing his leather jacket. You're just like, uh, can we get back to the ass kicking? Cause the ass kicking in this movie is really good when it happens.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think we talk a lot of the time about how with martial arts movies, this particular genre of films, there's a lot of variation within it. It's like, you know, going, like we said, it's going to see music or comedy. well, What am I going to see, right? But with martial arts movies, I don't need a tremendously thick, deep, rich plot. Like, I don't need a whole John Wick universe. I need the basic threads to connect this fight to the next fight. I need somebody to take me on a journey from fight to fight to fight to fight to fight to fight. fight. And I don't really need it to make that much sense. But what I don't need is a 20-minute offshoot into police backstories and guys trying to work shit out like i don't fucking need that and i lose interest all this heist stuff and oh my god we're, we got this hotel and we're gonna hijack a train to get rich people to come to our hotel and that's how we're gonna get rich and it just distracts from the stunts and ass kicking well it really does
1: like when we talked about the raid you know yeah we we love the fact that we get eco like waking up, kissing his pregnant wife, working out, says a few words to his father, and then all of a sudden he's in the back of the riot van heading to the building. And, yeah. you know, there's there's character development in there because, you know, they're showing that this, like, they're, <clears throat> they're building some stories where you're like, okay, this is a good man. Like, this is a good yes. man. He's, you know, he's taking care of his wife. He's taking care of himself. He's, you know, his father lives there. He's taking care of his father. And, you know, he's like, don't worry, father, I'll bring him back. So you're like, oh,
0: who's he going to get? That's what I was going to mention, yeah. There's a bit of cryptic there where you're like, "Who's he's bringing who back? What's going on? He's on, what? So now you're in.
1: And then they ratchet, there's a a fair bit of tension. You're like, oh, my God, what's going on? They get into the building and they're, you know, they spend 10 minutes clearing people out of the bottom floors, right? And then we cut to the bad guy on the top floor who murders a man with a fucking hammer and you're like oh he's (laughs) the bad guy let's hope that you know these cops make it to the top so they could take out the bad guy like and then it's just action 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 but you've got that nice little foundation of the basic principles of good and evil and you know who to root for and you know
0: who to jeer and boo yeah it's well set up the story's great there's one storyline, yeah. And there's there's two or three guys on the good side. There's two or three guys on the bad side, and a whole bunch of cannon fodder in the middle, who get, you know, like that. You remember the uh, the Fisher King with Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams? That's
1: so funny. You mentioned that we saw that in theater together. I actually started rewatching that
0: about a week ago. I fucking love that movie. That's a really good film. Yeah, I love that movie. That's one of Jeff Bridges' best performances, and it's damn sure one of Robin Williams'. But there's a scene in that where Jeff Bridges is drunk, and he's by the fountain, and the little boy brings him the Pinocchio doll. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jeff Bridges says something to the effect of, you know, did you ever read And he said, you know, some guys are made for greatness, and, and all. then there's all the rest of us. And, you know, we, we swallow poison aspirin and get pushed in front of trains, and... He called us the bungled and the botched, right? All those dudes that get killed along the way and thrown off the fucking balcony and snap their back and mm. fucking get dropped their neck on the door, the, the door frame. Those are all the bungled and the botched dudes that just get fucked up along the way. Yeah. Right? And there's a million of those guys, but you only really care about Iko Uwes and his main other guy, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Taslim. Yes. And you care about the bad guy that kills with the hammer and you care about Mad Dog yes like there's there's two and two. those are really the only the four guys that you need to deal with and in this film, and that makes a huge difference in the ability of the of the viewer to focus well
1: it it makes a it makes a focus, but also it really gives us an opportunity because when we talk about really good martial arts and how the actual martial arts can tell the story, like when he is going through and there's a ton of tension. And then the tension ratchets down, but it's a different type of tension. Like when he's fighting 20 guys in the hallway with a machete, right? And then it changes to a horror film, but it doesn't deflate it completely because he's hiding in the walls. And Mr. Peepers was stabbing the machete through the walls. Um, Yes. So it's a different type of scary because, you know, Oh, this is exciting. And now you're like, Oh my God, this is scary. It never completely lets the air out of it. And, you know, going back to this film, I find that, like, it really lets the air out of the story. Like, it's, you know, oh, my God, he jumped off a fucking building, and then he rode off on a fucking horse. That was fucking, that was (laughs) fucking incredible. Oh, my God. (laughs) That fat lady was literally standing in the fucking window, and they shot fucking flames between her legs like
0: <laughs> sammo's like oh hold she on She jumped out the yeah, window
1: we're gonna make some fucking fried clams hold on to the fucking window <laughs> boosh and and then you know she jumps out the window and then all of a sudden it's like okay now we're gonna now we're gonna take it all the way down we're gonna take all the tension all the way down and we're gonna do some comics comedic stuff there's gonna be some kids on a train and there's gonna be a guy having an affair with his wife on his wife and 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 you just i i just feel that it just sets it's almost like it just keeps resetting itself back to zero to me.
0: Yeah, no that's that's kind of the way i felt too. Like there's there's some good little back and forths here like you said the the train scene is hilarious with the the going through the tunnels and dark and whack and black eyes. Yeah. That back and forth is hilarious. But then we we get the the weird i don't even know what's happening dude because the the guy with the the horse it's almost like a chariot, but he's got, like, a wagon, and he's standing, and the horse is running away. And then there's two guys, one on the shoulders of the other, chasing him. Yeah. And then they fall down, and we get this weird magnet scene where they're rubbing magnets on the train tracks. And there's this yeah. somewhat comedic kind of scene where the dudes stick to each other. Yeah, and
1: like, then there's, like, you know, two guys. I don't get why this is here. Two guys chasing each other, and they, they speed it up double time, like Benny Hill style. Yes, yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's just a little lost on me. It's just lost on me. But, like,
0: yeah. It's lost on me, and that kind of shit you have to set up in the world. Like, I'm generally not a fan of that, unless you do it like something like Kung Fu Hustle. Right? Like, it worked in Kung Fu Hustle because they, uh, Stephen, what's his face, I forget his name, Um, set that world up so well, and... Neither of us watched Kung Fu Hustle when it was initially released because neither of us thought we'd like that kind of shit. And we didn't give it a chance until the podcast. And we both fucking love that movie. Yeah. Like,
1: like, I guess, I guess there was a certain consistency in tone with that film because they're like, oh, by the way, this is kind of like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. And it introduced it to you in a way that just kind of like eyedroppered it out where it just got a little crazier. And a little crazier, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, the fucking blind brothers with the fucking guitars, you know, shooting the fucking uh, energy <laughs> bolts at them. I mean, it was it was really good, but you know, they did they didn't open with that shit. No,
0: they opened with a guy getting his leg chopped off with a hatchet. But yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> but I was in after that, like that set up. Oh my god, it's this kind of movie. But immediately after that. They're doing the fucking thriller dance with the hatchets, and it was yes. funny and it was hilarious. Yes. Like, they really bring you into that, that world and set it up properly. This, this, in my opinion, didn't work for me. For that reason, that it wasn't set up well, and it is very slapsticky. But it, I don't know. Some of it works, some of it really doesn't. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I Although, feel... goddamn, dude, we get another roof jump here. That's ridiculous. Just. By way of Sammo, is in this town and they're trying to, the cops, Yuen Bao, is trying to catch Sammo because he's wanted for some reason. I honestly don't know why. um And somehow they end up on the top of this plantation looking building on the roof. Yeah. And Yuen Bao jumps off the roof to the mid level balcony and bounces down another story onto the f- ground again. And it's, again, it's a long single shot of this insane stunt. That's one of
1: the things that these guys do really well when they do stunts is they're like, Okay, uh, we're gonna get this on a wide and we're not gonna cut. Yeah. Like, you know, yep. And and you know, that goddamn Liam Neeson fucking taking shit where he like he climbs the fence <laughs> and it's like sixteen cuts just to make it exciting. Like you don't have to make it exciting if you're doing something cool. And like even in Wheels on Meals when he fucking jumped uh, out the window and was going to land on the awning, and the store owner pulled the awning in, and he literally yeah. jumped out the second floor and landed on the fucking like a cobblestone or a pavement street. <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, like I thought that <laughs> I thought that jump scene was just amazing. Like, it's like holy or at
0: fuck! The end of it. Do you remember at the end of that movie when when Jackie Chan came flying in from about thirteen mm. feet up onto the stone floor? Oh my god! Yeah like like that was
1: insane that dude. was that was nuts that was a that was a scene that i got that got put back several times like i was like oh, oh my god i got to watch that again like if you were to take that film and cut 30 minutes out of it like that's a fucking great film <laughs>
0: and that concludes part two of the podcast come back tomorrow for part three if you'd like to get the entire podcast on sunday night you can go to patreon.com you have offended this podcast patrons get the full show sunday night without any ads if you don't want to become a patron you can go to offendedpodcast.com buy some merch there that'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love and we get a bit of money too to help us keep the lights on here Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you.